Hello guys and welcome to another episode of our podcast in Mindsight. Today again is going to be very interesting. We're going to talk about personal finance, but as always before we get into the topic, Elias, how was your week so far? Well, thanks for asking. Um as some of you might have noticed, uh this podcast episode gets released a bit later than usual. That's due to some, well, collisions with our <laughs> timetables here and well on my side that was because i had an interview <laughs> very interesting now you might ask what for um i applied for a student <laughs> consultancy <laughs> nice and yeah quite hyped if it works out then i guess i'll get a lot of new experiences there for sure managing and how companies are structured and mm -hmm. stuff and i guess it could be useful in the future for sure yeah. for sure so i hope i get accepted but if i'm not accepted that's also okay because <laughs> this semester is already quite stressful <laughs> but yeah i can imagine is it the consulting uh, kind of student consulting firm we've talked about or is it another one yeah it, it's it's a little bit different one i'm there there are two in two in munich um that you can go to and i chose like the one who's voluntary in the sense of that you don't earn money and which is also like um only focused on social and ecological companies and startups and stuff consulting them All right for, for free so to speak <laughs> very and nice yeah i thought that was yeah quite nice way to spend my time because with all the other voluntary things i usually think damn yeah it's probably helping people out, but i myself would be suffering so much just standing around eight hours a day <laughs> at a spot handing out flyers about yeah. some kind of topic and i thought that's really putting my skills uh, to use and i won't lose my interest in it and yeah so win-win for both I for hope. sure <laughs> if, if i get accepted other than that there were uh, lab experiments internship things there at the university <laughs> that was like the first time i was at uni this year <laughs> oh, except uh, of the um, with the exception of the um, how are they called uh, exams uh, at the end of the last semester and i i think i have to say i really miss missed experimenting <laughs> because I don't know. It, it's kind of fun to like gather your own data about some experiment, applying lots of statistics to it, and then coming out with a nice value for the speed of sound, for example. Yeah. <laughs> Even though part <laughs> of the experiment really failed, and it was like okay, two hundred fifty meters a second plus minus fifty or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The real value is three hundred forty-three meters yeah. a second. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. That's that's how it goes. Experimenting is fun, I guess. Sure, <laughs> sounds great. Yeah, enough about me, I'd say. Uh, what about you? What have you been up to last week? Um, yeah, so uh, my week's also been pretty good, I'd say, although quite stressful. I catched up with a lot of friends from Romania, old friends I haven't heard from in like over a year, probably. And yeah, it was just very nice, you know, knowing those people for I don't know ten years easily. And then talking mm -hmm. for one year and kind of seeing how they changed and how their mannerism changed. It's, oh, it was a, yeah, a, a very interesting, very nice experience. Um, other than that, 
Yeah, because I'm, uh, as you know, I'm Orthodox, uh, Romanian Orthodox. For us, uh, today is Easter, basically. So the last few days been a lot of stress concerning that. <laughs> a lot of oh, oh well, <laughs> a lot of. I hope it's okay for us to record the podcast. Sure, no. no, of course it's it's All okay. Right. Um, but it's just been a lot of stress, a lot of uh, mm. driving around and and going to church and all that with the family. But oh, sure. Also sure. quite nice and enjoyed it. I'm just just a bit tired and stressed out <laughs> but that's okay it's sunday i can chill record this podcast you know yeah i hope it's not too exhausting here no no not at all not at all Very i enjoy nice. it and therefore it's it's really a good way to kind of kind of chill talk about our favorite topic or maybe not our favorite topic but uh, no. nevertheless a very important topic which is personal oh, finance hmm. um elias i know well, I, that I you guess are <laughs> I, I start with a disclaimer, with a short disclaimer before we get sure. into that topic, because we are no financial advisors <laughs> of any sort. <laughs> and therefore, please just take all of our advice with a grain of salt, <laughs> with a huge grain of salt, more or less. Like everything I know, for example, comes from uh, reading up on the Internet and YouTube and stuff. And well, I didn't study anything of that. So, as I said, take it with a grain of salt. And <laughs> other than that, I hope you enjoy. <laughs> sure. Uh, so what I wanted to say, Elias, I know you're, uh, I, I'd say, a bit more advanced when it comes to personal finance, as far as well. investing <laughs> goes, uh, for yeah. sure. And, uh, okay, to be honest, I also saw your notes uh, you made in our little nice notion page here and i i could see that yeah. you are you were very I kind of jotted down everything i know about the <laughs> yeah when I, it comes I, to I, I was looking at that and i was there I, I can't write anything new now <laughs> but, um as i know you're, you're very well prepared you're uh, very knowledgeable when it comes to personal finance as far as uh, as i'm concerned i'd say so don't, don't raise the expectations um, too much please <laughs> sure no but you know as, as far as let's say my uh my inner friend circle goes you're definitely uh, very knowledgeable when it comes to that so i'd right. say um we you can choose with what to start for today's episode all right yeah um well <laughs> that's a that's a critical uh, thing here to 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 ask me so to speak <laughs> well i guess i can i can start kind of with my own story and how i got into like that whole financing thing so sure. like after after school um kind of really moving out completely on your own you have to take over responsibility for your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> which we are like uh, advocating for in basically almost every second episode <laughs> of our podcast <laughs> taking over responsibility for your life and from cooking to doing your laundry and whatever uh personal finance is i'd say one of the most important topics you should care for and you should that you should sort out and stuff and as we all also hear like that saying invest in your 20s <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. we stumble at least i think you guys also will stumble upon that all the time on the internet on youtube whatever in blogs i thought all right when i get to university i will in have invested before my 20s <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah, that way I kind of started getting into that whole 
yeah investing spiel and which ways are most effective and how you should also like care for your own money how you should allocate it and yeah if you want we can kind of start with how you should deal with your savings and money in general before you even go to investing sure let's start there and there's like this concept of rainy day savings mm. as they are called in english as, a, <laughs> as far as i'm concerned as far as i looked it up and it's like about the idea of keeping some of your money uh, for rainy days in the sense of your car could break down and then you need a lot of money to repair it or i don't know there's some random flooding going on at your place and you need to <laughs> renovate your basement because everything got destroyed and stuff greetings from and florida yeah yeah so like there's the idea of depending of course on how much you earn those are all like general abstract uh, figures right now but um there's like the idea of like keeping one monthly salary at home like somehow hidden somewhere I mean, not if you're earning three million or something. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> then you could do that because you earn it back quickly. But um, the, that the idea there is that you have some money in immediate reach for whenever you like. <laughs> I don't know. For example, when your bank is closed and stuff, you can't. Oh, yeah. Well, nowadays it's possible with online banking, but it's more difficult to just go to uh, to, to go to the bank and. Uh, like get your money from there then just grab it in, on, in your home when you like really need it right now you really need i don't know <laughs> a new ticket for the train <laughs> yeah sure uh, and you don't have time anymore to draw money um and then there's the idea of keeping free to six monthly salaries on your bank account which you can like withdraw within let's say one day or two days depending on whether there's weekend how your bank policies are uh, like <laughs> structured and that's like for long-term unforeseen uh, circumstances like unemployment because you will definitely need at least one or two months to get back a job if you get un unemployed uh, for whatever reason covid or whatever yep. and also like for I don't know, unforeseen medical circumstances, somebody needs uh, an operation really quickly. That's more of a thing in the US of A, because their medical <laughs> system, or like your medical system, if you're listening in some of you guys, I think you know that insurances can, can be quite uh, costly there and not everyone has one. So Nice way to put it, yeah. The medical <laughs> system is pretty shitty. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's put it like that, but sure. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Um yeah other than that i'd say the rest of your money can then get invested yeah <laughs> and like in before all of that <laughs> before keeping money at home and stuff you should definitely get also get rid of or like before investing anything you should definitely get rid of your debts credit card debts yeah. whatever because that's will what's giving you guaranteed interest back so to speak like the thing the interest that you don't have to pay is guaranteed interest that you earn in that sense yeah. you should not keep debts and invest at the same time exactly <laughs> so that's uh, basically how you can start out and that's more or less how i'm handling it as well sure and keep less at home because <laughs> yeah okay let's let's just uh 
take a let's say quick break here because I, yes. I've actually have a question when we okay it's more like a rhetorical question to to spark a conversation but whatever <laughs> so mm-hmm. the question is you talked about credit card debt why do you think yeah. so many people especially young people struggle with that they have thousands if not tens of thousands of uh, euros or dollars in credit card debt for for what we a reason really Damn, I, I don't know the exact figures there, but if no, you really not, not if, exact if figures, <laughs> but I'm talking about why do you think? Uh, let, let's put it another way. Why do you think so many young people, people have credit card debts yeah. in general? Yeah, yeah, I think it's just that they are unstructured when it comes to their <laughs> finance, because like cred- credit cards are like also based on that system that you don't exactly know how much you spend until the end of your month. Yeah. And that's like how they want to make fun, uh, how, how they want to make uh, money by getting you to overdraw and then get uh, taking in like 15% interest rates or whatever <laughs> yeah. high shit they want there. Yeah, yeah. And so I think with credit cards, it's a problem with like the, uh, with you being yourself structured and keeping account of what you spend on your credit card, for example. And B, it's an issue of availability because it. I think it hurts more if you're handing out cash like uh, <laughs> with real bills and uh, coins. Well, like if you're handing out cash in cash, so to speak, <laughs> yeah, to someone else, it hurts to give them 100, <laughs> 200, 300 for your shopping uh, spree. Yeah. And with a credit sure. card, you just plug it in into the reader and then exactly. oh, nice. You don't have to think about it. Any, uh, yeah, exactly. You don't you don't really feel it that much. And I think mm-hmm. related to that, of course, the most important part is probably that people are just completely unorganized or, or just don't care about it. I uh, mm. don't think there's an issue with overspending. <laughs> credit card. <laughs> yeah, and I think another big reason why is because so many people have this incredibly big urge to kind of impress other people and, you oh, know, yeah. burn their money on things like Gucci belts and way too expensive cars. Fancy and cars, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's... it's, it's Oh, I, by the way, how is your Tesla doing, Yasin? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got your driver's license. Where's how's your Tesla doing now? Sure, yeah, I, I think he's doing I, great. Yeah, I'm still I thinking. I expect you to buy one now right away. Sure. You have to impress me. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Of course, yeah. I'm still thinking uh, what car to choose and what name to give it because apparently you can yeah. you can give your Tesla a name. Um, as, oh, yeah. As far as I know, Ali Abdal actually has named his Tesla Hermione from Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> so. a, the Harry Potter nerd. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that's that's a big part why. Just yeah, you can uh, you can name your car student loan debts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sure, that, that, that would be a good, funny. good way to remind myself why I should not have bought it. Um, mm. No, but I think it's just a big part of the reason why P- this uh, urge to impress people to look richer than you actually are, and kind mm. of increase your social social status uh, because. You, you give too much importance to it and really it's not that important and it's it's really something that's not permanent. That's maybe for the moment. You know, someone sees you oh. with an expensive car and um, you may be on top of the social hierarchy, so to speak, for a few years. But after mm. kind of the debt catches up on you, uh, you then en- end up, you know, living like uh, <laughs> a very poor person, let's put it that way. And suddenly all your social... Uh, social games are worth nothing 
yeah also if you can buy a car like after two two years there are new models out you don't have the uh <laughs> cherry on top of the cake anymore so <laughs> sure that also yeah. i think uh, may, may i ask sure may i ask how you are dealing with all of that you mean are uh, you buying a tesla social <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah with your only fans gains that's <laughs> easy check out his account it's in the description <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's a running joke should be possible but how like seriously like how are you dealing with that are you affected by that social status game or yeah i think it would be a lie to say i'm i'm not affected by it at all but i think it's um i can suppress this suppress it very well i can control it very well so i don't i never feel the urge to buy expensive stuff or new stuff i most of the clothes for example i wear i have them for i don't know how many years <laughs> so i don't really feel like you know uh buying stuff all the time and i'm I, i wouldn't say i'm a materialistic person but i can certainly understand the people who have this urge and who give into it to you know buy extremely expensive cars at 20 years old even though they're actually mm. broke i can understand where it comes from and i can understand where the pressure comes from and i i can certainly feel it sometimes but i just choose to ignore it because i know it's it's gonna kind of fuck my life up in the long run if i if i listen to it too much yeah i mean it's i guess it's kind of hard to stand out with your skills and your personality that uh in that sense, if you if you are struggling with those things in general, then it's like kind of easy to just take the money you've got and impress with that, no. with materialistic things. Sure, but again, it's a very short-term game. I think if yeah. you want to really win long-term, whatever you know, winning or success is to you, I think you should focus on actually building good money habits and not spending it on Gucci belts because true, true. Uh, just, you know, by the way, Gucci belts are really fucking ugly. I, I don't understand how one could <laughs> spend like 500 bucks on one. I just don't understand it. Or I actually mm. uh, once went on Gucci to see if there are uh, some baby clothes. I was just interested if people would actually be that stupid to buy those are. and there are like mm. 240 oh, bucks man. for a little jumpsuit for a baby and i'm like which seriously? will last like two months before it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the baby grows out of it <laughs> exactly oh, it's, it's so ridiculous or you know those people who post on social media their babies and like expensive adidas shoes and uh and champion oh. t-shirts and all that it's just <laughs> come on seriously that's do you really need to to dress expensively to have some sort of social status as you said if you can't impress mm. with personality and skills and abilities then it just shows me that you're really really insecure and you need the money to kind of <laughs> compensate for that yeah and that you kind of get have the wrong values in life like value money more than all the other things in that sense and in that sense for me you wouldn't make a good friend <laughs> if you're only focused on those things so to speak and yeah uh, that brings me to another point kind of what is the value of money like in general to put it more philosophical like, <laughs> <laughs> how, um, how do we why do we care about it that much and yeah <laughs> what would you say yeah i would say actually as you wrote down here that money doesn't oh. actually have <laughs> yes i'm sorry <laughs> uh, but where, we, are we the, where, where are the where, where are the quotes you have to cite me yeah sure called by Elias. put it down in the description <laughs> um yeah but i think it's actually quite obvious and i think most people would agree that money doesn't have 
actual value by itself. It's just a piece of paper mm. and that's it. Uh, but we have chosen to give it value and we use it for, tr for transactions. You give me a product I want, I give you the amount of money you want. And with that amount of money, you can yeah. buy other products and so on and so forth. So it has value because we give it value. And of course, that value changes over time. Um, you know, if you mm. think about inflation, for example. Um, but yeah, money in itself doesn't have any value to me. It only has value if I can you know, buy stuff that I know is going to improve my life. And I'm not talking about social status. I'm talking about, you know, maybe I want to, you know, for example, now the gyms are closed and I'm actually thinking about uh, investing my money into some sort of weights so I can train at home. That's, that would be something that is an investment in myself and mm. my health. And it's actually, you know, something that I can, I can profit from long-term isn't something that just gives me some sort of social <laughs> status boost. And also, I think money is very good for kind of, let's say, giving you a certain amount of freedom. Once you have a well thought out money system, let's say, or budgeting system, and yeah, your money is just well managed, you have a certain amount of freedom because you're not dependent on, for example, just one singular source of income stream. And Yo, at some point in time, maybe 30, 40 years from now, you're going to be able to spend your time the way you want to because you don't depend on one singular job or one singular uh, stream of income. You actually have systems in place that provide you with some level of financial <laughs> stability. Yeah, we also we also can talk about that passive and active income sure. in, in a bit. I, I'll note it down. Um, But what's your opinion on that, on, on the yeah, value of money? Good, yeah, um, I think... As you already said, to like money itself, it's just some kind of mean of um, measuring the value of things. And usually, I guess it's supposed to be the way that things themselves or actions or services, whatever, they have a value in themselves. And from there on, we, uh, we assign that thing a monetary value. Uh, measure a monetary amount of money we would pay for that but i think in general where money gets problematic is when money gives the thing or the service its value because if it can't be measured in money or is only measured uh, <laughs> uh, like uh, with a low amount uh, with a low price then that is kind of making money problematic for me because uh, We only <laughs> look at the price tag of something and then determine whether it's worth the money uh, or yeah. whether it's worth it, whether it has value. Just like with the Gucci belts. <laughs> oh, that's uh, 500 bucks. That must be the best quality around. And <laughs> made in China. <laughs> made in China. <laughs> probably, yes. Best quality around would last probably 100 years. <laughs> Three generations can profit from that $500 belt. <laughs> yeah. And probably it will break after a, a month. Exactly. <laughs> Where, <laughs> whereas the $20 belt from the store around the corner has like its actual value assigned by the money, by the price tag. <laughs> yeah. And also like when it comes to the, that whole voluntary action thing there, we, we, I think we value it less if there's not a price tag on how much uh, money you earn from from that some people would say we don't even consider that work that you're helping out at 
uh, I don't know how it's called in English, like with the the places where you give uh, homeless people like food and shelter and yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's not work at all. It's just some kind of weekend activity <laughs> because it's not paid. And, sure. Yeah. So, like my general thing, my my general uh, view on money is that money in itself isn't a value that you want to have because. I think money in itself is just measuring how much we value other things. Money gives us access to other things which we value. And that's where uh, the price tag comes in, into the play, into play or whatever you call it. Money itself is worthless. The things we can buy with it, they are worth something. Sure. Us. So don't strive for, for earning, I don't know. <laughs> 20 million a, a day <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos like or yeah. Elon Musk like strive for the things you actually want to do with the money and maybe there are better ways than buying them and maybe there are things you can't buy with money like the sure. typical uh, love crime people yeah. money stuff you know <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> but it's actually what, uh, something I wanted to touch upon which is this kind of kind of cheesy saying that the most valuable things in life cannot be bought okay but actually yeah we can kind of which things can't be bought with money actually i think i think experiences just in general you know sitting knowledge on a knowledge although like skills like knowledge in the sense of oh i pay you five thousand bucks and therefore you give me all your sure nothing, uh, therefore nothing. i learn all about uh, first semester <laughs> physics but still yeah. to some degree i think if you buy a book for example with just 20 bucks for 20 bucks yes. you buy atomic habits and you learn uh, how to build better habits and how to get rid of bad ones and so so on and so forth so mm. yeah to some degree maybe but i think just stuff like sitting on a on a bench and looking at the at the sunset or just mm. just walking around with your family you could pay a catering company <laughs> to set up a romantic <laughs> evening at the bench looking at <laughs> just the, yeah. just yourself yeah but i know what you're referring for you know, yeah. those things they're really whether you have a million in the bank or 10 bucks they mm. generally feel the same and they just give you a certain amount of happiness fulfillment and maybe peace of mind that you can't possibly buy with money and i would actually argue that that the more money you have to deal with and the more let's say for example businesses you have or passive mm. in income streams you actually sometimes have more stress and oh, yeah. more responsibility um, especially if you're a business owner, for example. I mean, if you're quote unquote um, just an employee, then you know you go to work and you have, of course, you also have your <laughs> very structured. Yeah, very structured. You have your responsibilities. You have maybe a good salary, but you don't yeah, necessarily. When you go home, there is no work anymore for you. you sure, yeah, sure. Most of the time, but weekend no work anymore when you go home. Yeah, but <laughs> if you're you, the owner you of that company, have... then. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have like I don't know thousands of people depending on you, mm. uh, which when you're a CEO, for example, not only usually do they have to work, you know, insane amounts of work hours per week, they also yeah. have an extremely just a very very much responsibility of their workers and of their investors and shareholders and all that. So I, I would argue that more money yes can give you some amount of freedom and those people probably will never have to worry about it about you know paying the bills 
but they still have an extremely extreme high responsibility and just very high pressure they have to deal with on a day-to-day basis yeah i have a thought on that um there i think if i remember correctly there was a study on like which amount of income leads to which quality of life yeah and i think at around eighty thousand or was yeah, it a year like that. or in, in, per or year the money? <laughs> no, not per month okay, yeah let's say <laughs> not per month, yeah. eighty thousand bucks a year depending on your currency of course uh after that uh earning more won't significantly improve your life quality anymore yeah. yeah i think i think that's true uh, i mean i don't have the experience <laughs> to, <you> know, <laughs> my current income is somewhere around a thousand bucks per year maybe <laughs> or something yeah. like that but that's why you should subscribe to this podcast <laughs> sure. and if you want to sponsor us then feel free to uh, hit us up email us in this uh, description <laughs> yeah little ad part here sorry <laughs> But well, yeah. uh, with the exception of your OnlyFans incomes, <laughs> sure, <course>. yeah. Um, <laughs> you gotta bring that up every episode, <laughs> at least. <for> <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I read about that study as well, and it seems reasonable. I mean, hmm. I, I'm just thinking if you if you have maybe the house you want, the car you want, and you have a job you enjoy, and you know, a happy and healthy family, like for real, what else could you really want? Especially if you're in a position where... 300 meter yard. I mean, sure, but really, (laughs) would you use it? I mean, yeah, but would you use it maybe once per year? Not even then. Mm. Um, It's... Destroying environment and nature and stuff. Sure, I mean, okay. That's what I like with my fleet of yachts. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure, apart from that, I think it's just... I think we should just think about what is really the return on investment because if you Mm. buy a house or not not a house if you buy a mansion with like 20 rooms and all (laughs) that and you're just one single person what use do you have for it like what's your return on investment Mm. does it actually make you happy do you have like do you have so many i don't know families and friends you can put there i don't know maybe give shelter to the homeless i have no idea i mean the return on investment is not very clear Uh, sure i mean if if you have the money you can just buy mansions and uh, suddenly the homeless people live like kings i think that's what's putin doing as well there in russia with his new palace Uh. yeah (laughs) definitely yeah for sure putin um but yeah i actually wanted to go a bit back to to the belts and i don't want to argue about gucci belts or anything i've Mm. just uh no this night i promise experienced much pain by getting slapped by belts <laughs> <laughs> dude seriously um no not actually <laughs> i think in romania we rather use like um those how are they called which morning we... stars no. <laughs> <laughs> i know no i know what you mean like that wasn't uh, that that dracula guy i want i think he was like paling people that's what you're doing there uh yeah sure of course <laughs> that's what i was referring to no um <laughs> jokes aside though what i've been thinking about is that um what i've noticed over the years is that when i was younger i i, I really didn't want to buy i didn't want to buy anything for myself i really felt bad when mm. i when money was spent on me sort of and you know that was kind of due to 
certain financial constraints we had back then and the stuff I heard about it, uh, you know, hearing my parents talk about that stuff. And I just felt very guilty if any money was spent on me, like for buying clothes or anything. <laughs> yeah. And even when we went to like the supermarket, uh, I wouldn't say that I really want to kind of, I don't know, taste the soda or anything or have an ice cream because I just felt bad and I just would never say I want anything. <laughs> and my parents were always like, you know, you can, you can have that ice cream if you want. I, I would let be like, no, no, I don't like it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the point is... It's I, funny because we were quite similar in that remark. Really? Was the same Because also I don't, didn't want, I still don't want anything from my parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it hasn't yeah. changed. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's... I like it, from... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, it, it, for me, I guess it changed over the past years from not wanting to be a drag and <laughs> uh, also not wanting uh, money spent on me and my desires and stuff. It, I just didn't, didn't need that stuff back then, really, uh, to that kind of minimalism attitude nowadays of, first of all, here, very important rule for personal finance. If you want to buy something, wait two weeks and then ask yourself again, do I really still really do need it? Do, do yeah. I really need this still? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I'm handling it that way as well. And I, I don't know. I, I think people really don't need that much shit to get along with life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, what do you need? Food, uh, a bed, maybe not even that, maybe a mattress is enough. And like for university and stuff, okay. Uh, well, uh, PC, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, most things really are, are luxuries, you know, and um, mm. it's sort of, again, this this craving of social status and uh, you know, instead of buying a Windows PC, which, you know, would be great and enough for me and would maybe only cost like 400 bucks. No, I want to have the social status. I mm. want to have a MacBook Pro and therefore we'll spend like $1,500 on exactly the same <laughs> laptop, oh, basically, yeah. um, which you know, is ridiculous. But let's let's not open that discussion here, but sure. I get where you're going from. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I wanted to say with that is a little anecdote and still kind of me having that mentality even now in my gap here you know i don't i never want my parents to like pay for anything i'm like tutoring and stuff and make a little bit of money on the side and all that and anything i buy mm. i want to buy for my own money and i told my parents like look i don't want any I, I don't want one cent from you guys i just want to you know pay for stuff by my own um but what i wanted mm. to get to is that i've noticed over the years that because I wasn't that mentality that I don't want any money spent on me and I just want to spend on the really important stuff, that even things that would be important to have in a, a reasonably good quality, let's say, for example, a desk chair, you know, which is quite important to have a good quality there because it actually affects your back, mm -hmm. which can affect your health and then lead to uh, pretty bad problems when you're old and all that stuff. But even there, I wouldn't want to spend any money <laughs> or any more that's <laughs> that's necessary. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I quick interlude. I think I would definitely make it. A, uh, how's it called? I would definitely dif differentiate between minimalism and not wanting to spend a lot of money. Yeah. Because with minimalism, it means that you are okay with a few things. 
Um, but when it comes, for example, to your shoes, then you want them to be good quality and long lasting because, for example, with shoes, sure. it's very much about the price, like the quality usually and how long they will last. Yeah. Like if you spend a bit more, then they will last three years instead of just six months. <laughs> yeah. And I would differentiate there. But whenever it comes to like unnecessary luxury, then. Sure. Yeah. But <laughs> Cut uh, that down. Sorry yeah, for interrupting. Go no, ahead. No problem. That's what, what I wanted to get into that. My mentality was I don't want to spend any money and all that. And therefore, even thing, important things like desk chairs or, or you know, shoes, for example, I didn't want to spend a lot of money because i just felt bad and even though i knew it was uh worse quality i i, I didn't care <laughs> i was like whatever uh, as long as i don't spend more money it's okay but what i've noticed over the years is that okay it's really important as you said to be um to have to be aware of what things are really important and what's important to have a good quality mm. of for example shoes or even certain clothes suits for example you know i think suits suits are one thing where <laughs> you shouldn't be all too let's say cheap uh, when choosing oh, yeah. one everyone will quite important. what a cheap ass guy there <laughs> yeah exactly or a, a desk chair as i said because i've now noticed i have a pretty shitty desk chair which is kind of messing up my back <laughs> and i'm yeah. now uh, kind of planning on investing on a better chair especially for university because i'm gonna spend like my whole day there and i've just kind of yeah, adapted so my mentality to to change to okay i I, that's, that's actually something that's important it could actually mm. affect my health uh, in a negative way if i if i'm cheap there so i'm gonna look for a good quality of course not like two thousand bucks but i'm gonna look for something that is is, is a good quality Decent. that's gonna last me for a few years and that's not gonna mess up my brain so that's just one something i wanted to talk about that as you said you have to differentiate differentiate between not wanting to spend money and being like a really cheap person and being aware of what <laughs> things are really important and have a could potentially have a negative long-term effect if you are cheap there hmm. what what would you say are things that are worth in uh, like uh, worth paying a bit more to get better quality like for me where i can start out where you think still i think as i said shoes quite important um because like if you have to buy six shoes in a span of three six <laughs> pairs of shoes in a span of three years because they are shitty and break down then you will definitely save a lot more money by just buying one pair of shoes that's double the price yeah. and another exactly. thing i say is like food and the quality of food what you're eating sure because if it's like drenched in <laughs> cancerous pesticide pesticides then in the long term you probably won't always want to eat that so yeah <laughs> exactly uh well for me the most important aspect is probably health anything re related to health yeah. again things like a desk chair or even shoes you know if mm -hmm. the shoes are terrible for your feet and your back then you know e even though they may be a little bit less expensive they're still gonna have long-lasting effects upon your health and yeah so health i think is the most important thing anything that could negatively impact my health if i'm too cheap uh with those things i just tend to focus mm -hmm. really on, on good quality even though i'm i may be spending more <laughs> another thing that doesn't really fit into that category is for me time in that sense because uh, as, a, as an example to illustrate it a bit you could drive to the other end of the city to buy pasta sauce that's uh, offered on sales that's 30% cheaper and then you yeah. save 
um, 10 bucks, for example, for driving like two hours back and forth to the other end of the city. And the other option would be to just go to the store next, next uh, at the other side of the street and just get it there. Yeah. And what I noticed, like many people, just because they are trimmed to save money and to <laughs> always spend le the least amount of money possible, they would go for the two-hour drive. Yeah. Whereas I then ask myself, okay, is, is it really worth it? Like, what is my time worth? If we go with the minimum wage here in Germany, <laughs> then like one hour, I think, would be about 10 bucks or something. Something like that, yeah. And by saving those two hours of driving time, I could have used those two hours to do something productive with my time that I really enjoy doing, like recording a podcast episode that will <laughs> help me further in life somehow. Sure. Uh, instead of driving to the other end of the city and just to save, uh, uh, yeah, 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Always ask yourself kind of how much is your time worth? Is it really worth, um, I don't know, <laughs> cleaning your house uh, on your own? Whereas if you could like, uh, also, uh, if you earn a bit more money, uh, if you could also like uh, employ, uh, how are they called in English? Uh, yeah, house, house cleaners. Housewife, house, house cleaners. Ho house. house cleaners, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the people get it. <laughs> people who come yeah. and clean your house professionally. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and will probably do it twice as good as me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, same um yeah yeah for sure i think health and time are, are two so, very important aspects for sure yeah so time and health yeah and <laughs> i think also that. also family if we think about it i mean oh, if yeah. i if i had to choose between saving 20 cents and spending an additional 30 30 minutes with my family i will always choose to spend time with my family again this is also tied to time so family friends uh, or maybe just mm. important, you know, important experiences or important, I don't know, uh, events or something that you really value are really important to you. And I, I try to also think, okay, 20 years from now, am I actually going to care about those 20 bucks saved? Or am I going to regret it that I had yeah. to left uh, to leave early or that I, that I didn't went to that event with my family? <laughs> so yeah. it's all about priorities. I mean, some people uh, hate their families and they very happily would uh, save 20 bucks uh, and not spend time with the family. But I think it's just important to prioritize and to be aware of what are your values and what's actually important to you. And actually, what are you actually going to regret when you're on your deathbed? that you spent 20 additional bucks or <laughs> that you didn't spend time with your family. Mm. <laughs> your family will regret that you spent so much time on traveling because uh, what they inherit will be substantially smaller. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, just a joke. Sure. Um, now, another question, like, how do you think about buying things second hand? Oh, I'm a big fan. Big fan of that. <laughs> Especially when it comes to electronics, even car. Okay, I didn't have to buy a car yet. But if I were to buy a car someday in the future, maybe mm -hmm. in the near future, who knows, uh, I would never buy a new car because they deprecate in value, I think, by yes. how much is it? 30% or maybe even more? 
it's, it's really crazy with cars yes yeah i think it, the first like a year out using it just a year like drops their value so much That's yeah so it's a complete waste of time whereas if you buy a car second hand mm. then you can basically sell it for the same price you got it and therefore you don't really mm. lose any money uh, so yeah cars or um even certain clothes maybe you know maybe someone has a a very nice good quality suit and i just need to trim it a mm. bit for my size or something like that so even uh, i'm looking actually for a new phone because samsung's gonna uh it's gonna stop the support from for my phone and it's gonna delete all the stuff on it <laughs> so i uh, kind of have to oh, for a new phone <laughs> uh which again if i that didn't is have like to, a mean company uh, yeah it's actually appreciated make more money um, but you know, if I didn't have to, I still would use that phone because it still works fine. Although, mm. of course, there's some lags and it doesn't. It may not be as fast as an Apple uh, <laughs> use it 12 it Pro breaks. Max. That's also my motto. Sure, but uh, you know, now I have to. But I'm not going to look for yeah, the newest until it iPhone. Breaks, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to look mm. for the newest iPhone, anything, and even consider something secondhand. Although I think for electronics, it's sometimes a little bit hard to find good stuff, good secondhand stuff on the internet. You you know what I regret? Like the mics we bought for our podcast, we should have bought them secondhand. That's true. Yeah. Although I think the price was pretty <laughs> reasonable still for the quality yeah, we get. But what was it? Sixty bucks maybe. <laughs> I think even for the same price, we would have gotten such. Uh, that, uh, we would have definitely gotten a better quality of mics. <laughs> Who knows? Probably. If it was secondhand, I mean. Uh, Maybe like those crazy yeah. nice condenser mics with the stand <laughs> and the you know where you can put like from from yeah. the top and look like a real podcaster. <laughs> that would look sure. fancy. <laughs> Very sure. nice. Yeah. yeah um, I think where we could also like go into investing your money. Like yeah. Now it's gonna a get bit interesting. More, more, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> investing in the sense of that you have enough that you put in, uh, enough money aside to kind of assure you living without too many worries for uh, let's say three to six months <laughs> yeah um now you could probably be in a situation where you only have like 100 bucks a month uh, for investing like available then i'd say okay get get away from all that stocks and stock market uh, stuff that's floating around there and which is so confusing and uh, <laughs> and just take your money and invest in your own um, human capital that means your knowledge your skills you can do that by books or especially in germany like uh, studying is quite cheap <laughs> in yeah. universities um, you could invest it into studying something and that's what I'd recommend there if you like say okay I only have 100 bucks a month for for stuff because you will sure. in the long term with all those skills and stuff you acquire you will probably have a way greater return on investment for sure yeah than if you invested into stocks <laughs> But now let's talk about kind of your investing journey because it's quite oh, quite journey. nice what you have done so far when it comes oh, to that. Uh, well, I, I don't know. It's kind of the basic thing. Yeah, but <laughs> it's still quite, okay. quite nice. Um, then let's get into the, the real investing. <laughs> <laughs> investing into into stocks and into the stock market. Their Day trading is the way, guys. 
day trade. Gamble all okay, your money. Okay, okay. That, that brings me to the first point. So there's a, <laughs> there's a difference joking. between... Yeah. Uh, there's a difference between active and passive investing. With active investing, as Yassin just said, you could do day trading, where you like actively sit in front of your PC and try to figure out the best buying and selling times for your stocks to make the most profit. Yeah. Um, now, problem with that is, A, you don't have, probably don't have much time uh on hand next to the usual stuff you have to work for b if you start out you are definitely no expert in that field <laughs> and you are very likely to put all your money into <laughs> you could also just take your money and throw it into the trash <laughs> yeah same thing it's <laughs> <laughs> true you're not very likely to i don't know i think uh make make huge wins and so um and that's why, as I said, I'm also no big expert in investing and stuff. And that's why I'm like uh, referring or like going to um, passive investing more. Passive investing, the idea is that you like invest your money into one, uh, let's call it uh, what I'm doing. Uh, let's say what I'm doing. I mean, uh, you could invest your money like one time into exchange traded funds, for example, it's like a special kind of uh, collection of stocks. Um, we can get into that more too. And then you let it sit there for 10, 15, 20 years. Just don't look at it ever again. Yeah. Like, I don't know, once a month to check how it, things are going. Um, and then 20 years later, the market, market has done all the work for you. <laughs> like the general uh, inflation stuff and even a bit more profit, uh, profits because the market has a tendency to always grow like over the past century <laughs> um, and then you have a bigger interest rate than when you just put it on your bank account because nowadays bank account interests are like zero percent if you have a certain amount of money you even yeah. have to pay your um, bank to store it for you yeah and that's uh, that's why i think passive investing is like a really really attractive way of managing your, your uh, excess money so to speak um now i guess let's come to general advice on how you should invest in stocks first of all don't ever ever invest into single uh stocks <laughs> like uh, also bitcoin i'd say that also comes in that uh, no. category don't invest into a single uh, undiversified thing no man that's At not least, true uh, I've, I've i've heard of this guy and he has this course and he makes three million in <laughs> 10 days and i can do that too he said that i'm special and i can't <laughs> this is so ridiculous yeah, I see yeah. so many courses and kind of these <laughs> these scammer artists on the internet is actually you know it's it's it's, it's so yeah. ridiculous take everything with a grain of salt when it comes to money because those people also just want to make money and by scamming people it's an easy Thing to do I'd yeah say. sure sorry but yeah <laughs> why why shouldn't you invest into single stocks first of all um because the likelihood like okay let's say that there's there's a high risk attached to it um of course you could invest into the tesla stock and there's a high probability that it will go up by a substantial amount uh, in the next year or so but there's 
also a very great risk of uh, that company and that's not take te Tesla uh, now, for example, let's take Wirecard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know whether it's a thing outside of Germany that people heard about, but if you invest into, invested into Wirecard, for example, there's also the risk of that single company going bankrupt and just getting off the market. And then you like basically lost all of your uh, money <laughs> invested yeah. into, into that stock. And that's the, where the idea of diversifying your interest comes from. Basically, Putting uh, lots of your money into um, different kind of assets in different kind of stocks um, all over the market so that when one part of the market, when one stock or when company fails, it doesn't affect your overall uh, money allocation, your overall money income too much. And it will just go down by 1% instead of 100%, for example. Yeah. Now, what's the disadvantage with that? Of course, if you invest into a lot of things, the growth potential of those things, uh, of those stocks overall, is lower than uh, if you invest into a very well-doing uh, company like Tesla. But again, with one company, there's a huge risk attached of it going bankrupt, for example. Um, so I'd say if you are just getting started, invest into diversified uh, stuff. If you are really like the concept of stock trading and stuff, you could also put a bit of gambling money aside. Gambling money in a sort of a sort of you can invest it into Bitcoin or Dogecoin or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's why I'm calling it gambling money because the outcome kind of more or less is like gambling. Yeah. Not that much. Yeah for uh, sure. <laughs> do you have do you have like gambling money put aside? No. No at all. I I I don't know. I <laughs> I thought about the Bitcoin stuff, but then I also thought, okay, until you really make money on your own and you are really like secured for with a secure job and stuff, you should not do that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a good idea. Some people are more yeah. more risk averse. Is it yeah. is that the word? Yeah, more risk averse. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Want to do that? So, <laughs> um, I can get into what. I'm investing in right now, like basically what I'm doing also the same way as you, I, well, let's put it another way. Like, um, I don't want to invest any money that my parents are giving me for living exactly. <laughs> into, into stocks and stuff, because that money is supposed to guarantee that I can make it <laughs> through university. Yeah. And I don't want to, even if there's only a small chance, I don't want to lose anything of that. But at the same time, I also have a scholarship where I earn a decent amount of money every semester. Uh, I hope that's not boasting right now. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and with that money, because I kind of earned it myself with hard work and stuff, I I feel better about investing that. Sure. I, I mean, I think yeah. it's a very, very good strategy. Who knows? I hope I also get some oh, internship, uh, not internship, scholarship, uh, where, I, where I'll be able to invest at least a little amount. I, I don't know yeah. if I, I'll be able to invest invest as much as you <laughs> because yeah, it's quite no, an sure, amount, sure, sure. but at least at least something, you know, starting yeah. small and then building over time. Also, also, if you're starting small, you don't only invest in like your money and the, uh, possible interest rates. If you start out with investing, then you again also invest kind of in your personal knowledge base and your skill base. And in the future, when you 
have a good job, a secured foundation from where you can make money and do monthly uh, uh, pay-ins or however they call it, like when you yeah, invest in the stocks, no. um, then you will really much benefit from all of that knowledge that you have already gathered. You don't have to start getting into investing now uh, when you have a secure foundation. You you already know everything about it and what is a good way of doing it and bad way. And that's what, what I why I'd say, okay, um, either take your money, invest it into books. They can also be about investing. Exactly. <laughs> or you just start out with investing, take all that free content from the internet and learn from other people and how they are doing it, which basically was the way that I'm, <laughs> I was doing it. Yeah. And figure out a strategy for yourself. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And Very nice. if you still want me to continue my monologue, I can also get into <laughs> what exchange-traded funds are. I mean, sure, for, for the people who don't know. I, I keep it like short then a bit more. Go ahead. So like exchange-traded funds, they are kind of um, focused. They are kind of, um, oh, that's how could you explain it in a good way? Like there are certain industries with certain companies um, or uh, certain countries or certain regions of the world with certain countries and all of those companies uh, in those countries or uh, business sectors they um, are at the stock market and now as i said previously it's very intelligent to kind of um, diversify your investments and so what people did are they created those kind of indexes like um, the S&P 500, like the 500 most valuable uh, companies in the US of A or like the MSCI World, which are like the uh, some very profitable companies from the whole of the world, so to speak, which are growing quite okay. And there are thousands of others of these indexes. And then there are exchange-traded funds, which are trying to replicate those index indexes. Um, I, I, as I have to add still, there are like, um, if we take the S&P 500, then I think there's a certain percentage uh, of stocks, so to speak, allocated to, let's say, Apple, which is taking up like 4% of the market share of all those uh, yeah. companies <laughs> i hope i'm not throwing around too many uh, weird uh expressions here and <laughs> people can more or less follow me and what those exchange traded funds are trying to do they are trying to replicate the that allocation that's going on in the real world, world right now so if apple is like earning a bit more money they try to buy more apple stocks and what you buy from them is basically um yeah, kind of the, the replication of the actual stock. And with your money, which you are giving them, they are buying the stocks for a certain percentage. And as I said, there are like, or, or I didn't say yet, um, there are two ways kind of of managing those um, ETFs, uh, ETFs, those uh, exchange-traded funds. Um, one is the active way where you have an active manager <laughs> trying to, who's like, also paid for what he's doing to try to figure out which uh, like stocks to pick out and yeah to replicate and stuff and there's like the passive way where a computer just uh, <laughs> buys whatever 
however the market is ch uh, changing right now. Yeah. And against <laughs> the intuition of where a human would in the long term outperform the market, uh, like out could outperform the market actually it's kind of the other way around if you wait for five years or so then the active managed fund and the passively managed fund they kind of average out but with the active managed fund you kind of have in to invest more money or have to pay more fees because there's an active human behind the whole scheme yeah which makes the overall thing less profitable if you're looking for passive investments speaking uh, investment for the long term for over 10 to 15 to 20 years so yep. I took like passively managed exchange traded funds <laughs> and then uh, I took a very basic strategy of uh, which is very diversified like the MSCI World Index, uh, like very well doing companies from all around the world. So very diversified and uh, I invested 70% of my money into that and 30% of my money went into the MSCI Emerging Markets, which are kind of... Um, companies from um oh how are they called like those countries who are not really fully um industrialized yet but also aren't poor anymore yeah <laughs> like china usually counts into that uh category though i don't know how it's nowadays but i, guess I think it's what changed I mean. but yeah 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 that's like my basic investment strategy but sure. as i said figure out for yourself what you uh want to do and I'd say like passive investing is quite a nice thing to go for. Definitely. If you yeah. don't want to get invested too much into the stock. To put it that way. Sure. Yeah. That was a long monologue. <laughs> that was very nice, very informative. I Yeah. Although, you know, I, I'm also I, I would say quite informed. It was still very nice to hear talk about that stuff. Mm -hmm. Very nicely explained. Uh, I hope everyone could could follow what what he's talking <laughs> there about. There are countless of videos out there who are which are yeah. trying to explain what I just did. Maybe even better with graphics and yeah. Yeah. more knowledgeable and better teaching and stuff. So please, guys, get out there and get advice from there before you do anything stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to invest in Dogecoin. I'm an investor. Yeah, that's what you take, took away from my money. Very nice. <laughs> oh, I man. think you'll be rich in that <sighs> soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I, it it will be quite interesting to see how how Dogecoin is going to do over the years. Yeah. I know it's it's a permanent thing for me. It certainly feels like it's more of a trend still. But well, I think it's we'll just see. like based on that meme thing with the, on the doge meme yeah i think i i don't know i it feels kind of timeless to me but yeah <laughs> yo i actually watched a, a quick interview with elon musk someone on the street actually asked him about dogecoin mm -hmm. and he was like you know it's actually the irony of the universe that the um how how, how did he say it that the things that were made for fun actually become the real things Mm. And then that in the end, Dogecoin is actually going to be the real currency, <laughs> <laughs> which would be, nice. would be quite, yeah, quite fun. Who knows? What we're, but wasn't we're it see. also like Elon Musk who said some positive things about a company, which wasn't on the stock market even, and then people got out and bought stocks from a company that had a similar name to that, which <laughs> made oh its value skyrocket. 
until they noticed that uh, actually, oh shit, we didn't invest into the actual company. The actual <laughs> company isn't even at the stock market. <laughs> oh, and then man. the trend reversed <laughs> and everybody sold. Oh God. And many I, people I, lost. No, I money. didn't hear of that. Oh, oh yeah, the GameStop the GameStop thing was also funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that was quite <laughs> interesting to see. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I actually have to to get more more educated on how they call it on like those uh, digital currencies, Bitcoin yeah. and all that stuff because yeah. I've I've no idea how they work. I hear of them mm. and I read news about them, but I I have no real understanding of how everything works. So. Maybe for the future. Yeah, the same, same goes for me. I think the EU also wants to make it an official thing. What, like soon. digital currency? Yes. Oh, man. Like Bitcoin and stuff. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to see. It's yeah. going to be interesting. Hmm. I also don't know too much about Bitcoin. Would be interested to get into that. But as I said, I, at the my current life situation, I don't want to invest into <laughs> the unsafe things. Yeah, and then in twenty years, I think, oh shit, it has been growing so much again. I should have done that back then. I should just have... one euro would have made me a thousand today or so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe in the near future, when we are more informed and have more yeah, money, sure. hopefully, yeah. <laughs> then we can so gamble start a bit. investing before your twenties. Doesn't have to be in Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think. I think there was like also one last thing we talked about last episode, uh, which we can get into before we wrap this episode up because we have been talking already for over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like the difference between net worth and money. Oh yes. Your bank account, oh right? my god. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually quite passionate about that subject. Yeah. I have so many discussions with people and they're like, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or whatever, they have so much money in their bank. Why did they why don't they just kind of give it to charity and give it all away because they have so well, much Bill money Gates anyway? <laughs> I mean, sure, they have a lot of money, but just because the net but worth states that they have like 120 billion, it doesn't mean that they actually have 120 billion dollars in their yeah, bank. Yeah, get, get into that more. I see you're passionate oh, about it. Tell us, tell us what's the what's the difference? Okay, so it's it's actually very easy. I don't know why people get so confused by it and just choose to ignore it. The net worth is just the let's say the addition of every asset and stock and whatever those people have so for example the majority of jeff bezos uh, net worth is invested in amazon so if he were to sell all, all of his stakes in, at amazon uh, for one it would be terrible for the company of course and no ceo would do that mm -hmm. and secondly it's not actually money that he has access over right now it's not like he can use that money that's invested in the stakes of his company to buy houses or expensive cars that's not how it works mm -hmm. so Net worth just means, for example, if you have a lot of um, real estate, a lot of money invested in stocks, a lot of, uh, I don't know, businesses that you're an investor in or stakeholder or whatever, all of that put together is your net worth. But the vast majority of that money you don't actually have access over and you can't just go i mean you could if you would sell for example your stakes at amazon all that but most of this most of the time it would be just a terrible stupid strategy so therefore the money <laughs> those people actually have in the bank of course the money they have is in the millions and they have vastly more money than any of us but 
they don't have 120 billion in their bank most of it like mm-hmm. probably 90 percent of it is invested oh. and all the other stuff would be funny if somebody cracked the password <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would be quite fun uh, who knows maybe uh, one day for I, them. but yeah that's that's what also what i was kind of talking about earlier with the three to six monthly salaries in your bank account in immediate reach because there's like always the difference in uh, liquidity i think it's called yeah of, of your money because you could have i don't know <laughs> a million invested into some kind of um, some kind of house at the other end of the world problem is if you lose your job right now it definitely will take three or to six months to sell that uh, to sell that house to someone to get back your money no that's what i exactly. meant with like keep free salaries or free monthly salaries in your bank account in immediate reach no. yeah isn't there like <laughs> that's also the problem that rich people have i think yeah <laughs> yeah for sure some of Is them it... even have to take loans because they don't have access to like their <laughs> money exactly and you know that's something that a lot of people uh, don't realize and a lot of people who cry for uh, communism because the rich are so rich i mean yeah they are rich but they don't have 120 billion <laughs> most of it is invested <laughs> you guys they can't just take it and, and buy stuff with it i mean they could but it would be stupid and then they wouldn't be rich anymore um what i actually want to ask isn't there the in, in economics isn't there like this triangle of uh, risk liquidity yes. and profit or something like that yeah. whereas you can rentability have... it's called or something or i don't know how what's the english thing yeah but yeah profit risk liquidity yeah where and you, you can, can have... never have all three of exactly those. yeah you can have never you can never have all three so those people have because then everybody would invest into that and then profits would go down because uh, demand and yeah you know yeah exactly. demand and offers and stuff and that would like cancel each, each other out exactly <laughs> so yeah i mean those people who, who seem and of course they have a lot of money i mean they have access to a lot of money but they certainly don't have to 100 of their money therefore most of it is invested which an investment in itself usually is quite risky uh, especially if it's in the own company and mm. then it's it may be high in profitability or rentability or whatever, but they don't have any liquidity. So then they don't have any access to it. Therefore, guys, please don't cry about rich people not just giving their money away because they probably don't have that much or <laughs> not as much as you think they have. Yes, but still, I mean, okay, if you have 120 billion and you only have an access to 500 million, then I'd still say you I'm kind of... Sure should sure. maybe donate a bit <laughs> sure of course but i think most most billionaires and millionaires do that don't they although i don't know about jeff mm. bezos does he actually i have no idea i mean okay but let's take bill gates for example i mean bill gates has his own like hopefully they do that. foundation <laughs> and yeah hopefully yeah, bill gates is course. quite awesome i think in that regard yeah i mean he it's actually an interesting thing. I read an article about that, about like different, let's say, personalities of rich people. And there was like this kind of group of personalities in which Bill Gates falls into. Uh, whereas it stated that those people usually are very, um, very much focused on monetary success in their earlier career. But once they reach a certain plateau, mm. they tend to become very 
uh, altruistic and give all the money away and all that. And it's certainly a development you could see with Bill Gates, I think, that he was very focused on his success, uh, the success yeah. of, of his company, and very much a cutthroat billionaire uh, business owner. But over the years, he's become more of a charitable man and, uh, you know, someone who who gladly gives his money away and invests in in improving kind of the health in African countries and all that. And of course, there are many things you could criticize and, uh, you know, aspects of it where you could think it's more for like publicity and all that. But I mean, he still seems to do a lot of good stuff and he should be, you know, kind of... Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> not, maybe not I mean, praise, just for publicity, giving away like 90% of your... Uh, yeah worth your uh, your your money <laughs> uh seems a bit <laughs> uh well <laughs> of a strong move <laughs> just for the publicity sure no i I, I don't mean that there I are real motives be below it beneath that sure but i think yeah. it's it's like many people see that and are like oh he, he only does it for mm. publicity and i think to some degree you know maybe like uh, five to ten percent of the money he invests in all that stuff or gives away to charity is actually more you know more focused on getting good publicity and good press but again as long as it helps other people i honestly don't care if he does it to have a good self-image yeah, as I long as those if, if, if it's like win-win for both sides then yeah exactly okay <laughs> exactly it's i think it's a little like a positive little side effect for those people. I mean, that's that's kind of the same thing like those uh, YouTube videos where people are recording themselves uh, giving homeless people a hundred bucks or some awesome shoes or some awesome food yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. And many people, in my opinion, are really raging about that and thinking, oh man, th what a stupid guy just wants uh, fame and income and whatever. But at the end of the day, like both parties like really profited from it. The homeless person got a hundred bucks or some cool new tent or whatever and the 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 the, the, the donator so to speak like the public figure influencer yeah. whatever they got uh, some uh, more clicks which in turn made them earn more money which in turn enabled them to give away more i mean <laughs> sure, sure okay it's I'd, I'd say they if it's uh okay i think there should still be some kind of uh, underlying sense of responsibility in that influences mine, not in a sense of okay, I can use all those homeless people as my resource in making <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, and but also in a sense of okay, I really want to change something here, and then sure. I don't mind that. <laughs> sure, and I think honestly, acting really selfless is pretty hard. Like being complete, like for yes. example, giving money to charity and being like, I don't care. Uh, I don't want any anyone to think I'm a good person. I don't care about my uh, public image mm. and all that. It's, I mean, you could say that and you could pretend it's true. And I think, I think most people are really true. pretty egoistic and being truly selfless and not caring about whether or not you get something in return for what you gave to charity or to that homeless homeless well, person. Well, we had a discussion really in that uh, about that in philosophy last semester actually and i think the conclusion was you have to differentiate like when it comes to altruistic behavior uh, one could say that everything is like egoistic because you do it for some kind of reason <laughs> yeah. which is like uh, in, in inert to yourself like uh, 
but the conclusion that we came to was kind of okay you have to be you have to differentiate between egoistic and egocentric because kind of all our actions and everything that are doing the reasons for which we are doing them kind of le uh, lives inside of us because we are kind of processing all the information and coming to a conclusion on what to do even if you're forced to pay out money or whatever then you can still kind of uh, decide against it uh, also in <laughs> accepting torture or whatever <laughs> um and when, when it comes to egoism it's kind of i'd say only really only focused on your own benefit <laughs> right okay and that's where you have to kind of differentiate between egoism and egocentrism <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right okay interesting yeah but yeah, me, uh, for myself, I'm a big fan of like thinking win-win. Like, yeah, sure. In the sense of there, there's enough for all. And if we work together and <laughs> we can figure out a way to to make it win-win for both parties. And if it if it, there's no possibility for win-win thinking, then we can just uh, like walk away from each other without any, <laughs> any uh, lasting problems. Because we agreed on either win-win or like no deal. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I mean, okay. I mean that that may be maybe more applicable in a business context. Maybe I think if it comes to maybe giving away to charity or homeless people, uh, I mean there of course is always a certain degree of uh, win for yourself involved, either because people see you mm -hmm. give money away and they're oh what a good person, uh, or you know maybe you get some, maybe you kind of feel the gratitude of the homeless person and therefore you feel like a good person yourself for the rest of the day or you have something mm. to talk about to your friends and kind of boast a little bit about um so in that regard it may but that's be... again like kind of trying to buy social status which we talked about <laughs> sure but i think if again as i said way, of course there's a difference between egoism and egocentrism but i think nonetheless there's all, all, always a certain degree of win for oneself involved in whatever you do and yeah no matter how how much you want to believe that you do it because you're such a selfless and altruistic person at the end of the day you always hope that what you gave away may one day come back to you mm. you know either because you believe in karma or you just believe that uh, if you give away good deeds someday good deeds will come back to you and if you give away money uh, to people in need maybe one day when you need money and you're in need people will give you money and all that there's always some kind of some kind of yeah. uh, I, i'd agree like involved. true altruism like 100 altruism is not possible but yeah. i think there are many people who come close to it <laughs> sure like those sure, are usually those very spiritual people like the Dalai Lama or Gandhi or whoever <laughs> who yeah although I mean you could although. you could be an asshole like myself and argue okay. that <laughs> <laughs> and argue that even even those people I mean for example if you're if you're Catholic for example and you you believe in mm. heaven and hell and you believe you could do good stuff you come to you will go to heaven therefore even if you have nothing and still give away your stuff and you have absolutely no interest in gaining anything back because, for example, you live in alone in a little hut in the middle of the forest, <laughs> even then you're doing it because, you know, if you do good stuff, you will go to heaven after you die. So even there, there may be some, some kind of self-help involved. And I think even then it's hard because I'm... Uh, I know, I'm quite positive then. Yeah, as I said, 100% not possible. Just 
close. <laughs> sure, sure. But I mean, if the for spiritual people, or very spiritual people, um, if the concept of heaven and hell wouldn't wouldn't have existed, or even the concept of uh, karma, for example, wouldn't have existed, I don't know if people would have any reason to to help each other, mm -hmm. other than maybe yeah. craving the feeling of of let's say. Oh, I, oh, I'm such an altruistic person. I'm such a good person. And maybe social status. But apart from that, I think it would be very hard to act selfless if you have no external reason to do so. Well, I guess then we can like breaking, break it down to evolution and stuff again. Because like we evolved to be very social beings because it was very beneficial <laughs> for us statistically sure. to survive. Yeah. Sure, sure. Kind of. True. And that's all right. where all those like other things like status and whatever comes from, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. Agreed. All righty. I, unless you want to talk yeah, about I think. something in addition, I think we can wrap it out. No, it. no, I think we already already are quite far into the episode. That will be a long one again for you guys. So thanks <laughs> yeah. if you still <laughs> are sticking around <laughs> here. I think we will wrap it up now. If you yeah, agree. for sure um let's let's do maybe a quick summary of what we talked about so uh i, I start so money is important but it doesn't have sure. a value in itself uh so maybe just be aware of that don't do stuff just for the sake of money do it because you value certain experiences because you value financial stability or uh because you buy stuff that's actually you know long-term gonna profit you in some way especially when it comes to health or let's say, quote-unquote, buying time for yourself and your family and loved ones and all that. But money in itself, don't chase it because uh, it's always going to run away from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah, the only way you can stop is by taking away all the money from all the other people in the world. <laughs> They wouldn't be yeah, that sure. happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, um, when it comes to financial freedom, ah, we didn't talk about active versus passive income yet, but we can do that in another episode, I suppose. Sure. But yeah, when it comes to financial freedom, get rid of your debts, make monthly budget plans and stuff and plan out, uh, be structured about your finance. Um, once you like have about yeah, three to mon six monthly salaries, you can think about investing or donating, whatever you prefer to. Um, Uh, investing could be like in your human capital in the sense of knowledge skills um can only be also be uh, sorry can also be invested into stocks there i advise you at least from my personal experience to invest into some kind of or like to passively invest into some kind of diversified uh stock can also be in houses or whatever depending on how much you make <laughs> um yes uh other than that i'd say i'd say maybe one last thing the yeah. best thing you can do for your future self from a financial perspective of course is to resist the urge to impress other people with your gucci belts yes. and expensive cars uh because from again from a financial perspective it's going to be quite detrimental to your over financial mm. situation in the future so yeah don't try like to impress put, people put certain mechanisms in place like the two-week rule <laughs> if you want to call it that way like asking yourself uh, if you when you want to buy like waiting two weeks 
from when you want to buy something on. And then after those two weeks, <laughs> ask yourself again, do I still need that? And if you think you still need that, then you can buy it. But yeah. most of the time, it won't be that way. Of course, not applying to food or <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> don't want to. Eat. Don't oh, want man, to I'm really start. hungry, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. Oh, yeah. Fancy. I would. I really enjoyed this episode. I think. Same. Man. It was really nice to talk about that stuff. Um, finances are important, guys. Get educated on them as soon as possible. If you haven't already. Figured it out. Invest before your 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Start an <laughs> OnlyFans sure. business. Passive income yeah, is important. Best way to, best way to, to have passive income. <laughs> Yasin can give you his, experiment, uh, his experiences. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, guys. But uh, other than that, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it at least as much as we did. And I hope we see you <laughs> next time again. Bye-bye. Yeah, uh, thanks for sticking around. Bye-bye, guys. Mm-hmm.